Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring four friends thirsty for D20. to Roll for Romance. I'm your DM, Emily, and with me today, I have two incredible adventurers. We're just, they're just dropping like flies. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a very special episode. Today, we are going to commune with the romance angels Aww. to give us some insight into our love lives. Holly slash Ferris, what are the romance angels telling you? I'm getting ready to enjoy my honeymoon, <laughs> which is really funny considering I drew two cards before we started and it was like, watch out for the red flags and hey, children are going to mess the whole thing up. But apparently we're going to go on this honeymoon anyway, maybe leave those rotten kids with their grandma and enjoy the bliss of the holiday time together. So, so around Valentine's yes. Day, maybe you're going to elope? Yes. Or yes. And or Ferris. And or Ferris. I could 100% so see that Ferris would ignore red flags oh, and sure. marry before marry a really old guy, have him take you on a sweet honeymoon. Oh, yeah. And then his children, though, when you he mysteriously dies, the children will get in the way of you getting his fortune. You know, they're getting on up there in age, too, and accidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> wow, that is such a Ferris response. What about Desiree slash Hilrana? Mine says... Give your relationship a chance and work on your partnership. Oh, that's sweet. I don't know why I laughed. Well, it's funny because like I'm already married, so maybe I need to work on my relationship. Yeah. But also maybe I need to work on my relationship with Chadley since we're not it's having it. Like, Chadley's upset with me right now. Yeah, you got to give that relationship a chance. Mm. Oh, that's sweet. Valid all around. Well, guys, I've got really exciting news for you. And that is... That I'm engaged. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, apparently my love life is ascending to a higher level of commitment. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know that I had a love life. So this is, this is a big shock we for me. We should do this before every episode. <laughs> or maybe in a plot twist no one saw coming, maybe it's our honeymoon. Oh. What? But neither of us have children. Children are going to mess stuff up somehow. They always do. <laughs> Years from now, your children are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, man. No, they know. They know. No, they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, she was right. Get yourself together, Adonis. How can you expect to get a new patron with a performance like that? Ugh. Why the hell is Ferris here? No doubt she's sniffing around for another benefactor to steal from me. And what was up with that? I wish you the best Adonis bullshit. Damn it. You let her and her weird friends get into your head. You've got this. You are the hottest performer in town and no one can compare to you. Not even that buxom, beautiful, brilliant bitch Ferris. Now, 
time to go grab back that handsome Lord Bloodworth's attention. It looks like that weird druid squirrel bit him, and she ran out, so she won't be distracting him anymore. Last time on Roll for Romance, we had a fun party time at the Beholder. I'm not going to review the whole thing because a bunch of things happened. Please review the whole thing. Okay, let's start from the very beginning of the entire story of the podcast. That'll take up like an hour, right? You are currently at the Beholder or near the Beholder. Ferris and Lanover are inside hanging out and partying with Prince Sono and his cool, very handsome and apparently very sexy, vampirish looking man. But Hilvrana chased after an angry Chadley out into an alleyway where he had a heated argument with her and then scurried off, after which Hilvrana turned to go back inside and saw that there were three thugs standing at the end of the alleyway, and they asked her if she was Greg's daughter and then said, you need to come with us. You need to come with us. <laughs> oh. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> oh, Good callback. Hilrana, you are in the alleyway. You don't know where Chadley went. He scurried away angrily. The thugs are behind you. You looked like you were not going to go with them. And so last time we were going to get into a combat and I need you to roll initiative. And Holly, I also want you to roll initiative for me, but not as Ferris. 19. Eight. All right. So up at the top is going to be one of these thugs because you got a natural 20. They are your typical, stereotypical thugs. Kind of gross looking. This guy's got a weird shaved head. No offense to people who have shaved heads. It's not the fact that it's shaved. Not that it's shaved. It's that his his cranium is very pointy. It's very pointy, yes. And he rushes towards you and he's going to try to grapple you, Hilrana. So I need you to make a strength check. I'm just imagining the guys from Home Alone. Yes, Yes. perfect. Okay, yeah, one of them definitely looks like that. This one is, the other two look like the Home Alone guys, and this guy's the pointy-headed bald dude. I got an eight. And actually, I'm so sorry, it would be a athletics check if that makes any difference. Did you have a modifier with athletics beyond your normal strength modifier? Are you proficient in it? Okay, cool. So it'd be an eight. This guy easily grapples you and is holding your arms behind your back as you're trying to struggle to pull free. You are up next. Can I misty step if he's holding me? Absolutely, you can. I'm going to misty step 30 feet out of the alley Cool. behind them. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So you misty step out of the alley. So bonus action misty step using your fey touched person that they like to touch you. <laughs> um, and then what would you like to do for your action? I'm going to turn into a bear. Form Ooh. of a bear. <laughs> I love this. So you transform after you misty step out of this guy's arms who's very confused. And then a a giant bear ready to fight. I'm going to like stand up on my giant grizzly bear hind legs and growl at them. Perfect. I love it. Very intimidating. Do I have to roll an intimidation check? Yeah, I would say go for it. Okay. It's a very cute bear. It is pretty cute. A six. Yeah, I know. They, they are like, well, that's something that happened, but not going to keep us from, from doing our thug thing. I'm like a cute, like a very chubby bear and like very cuddly looking, very cuddly. which is why I'm not very intimidating. Oh, I Still got it. claws and teeth, but like. So cute. So cute. Got a real belly. Yeah. Oh, and like just oh, extra cute. fuzzy looking, like. 
Okay, so now it is <laughs> one of the thugs. He is going to come up and just try to attack this bear and hurt this bear. Oh, not my bear. How far away is he from from me right now? Because how? Because he was well, he was close enough to grab me, so I'm thirty feet. Well, there are two people at the back, like the entryway of the the three of them are at the back of the alleyway. The one rushed forward to grapple you. So I'm further from him now. So you're further but from closer him, to but closer two. to the about the same distance from those other okay. dudes. So the, this is one of those other dudes, and that one's gonna run up to you and attack you with its mace. So it's gonna, oh. gonna do two attacks. I think both of those will hit. They're gonna be 15. What's the bear's armor class? 11. Okay, yeah. So. 14 points of bludgeoning damage to the bear. Up next is a mysterious figure. So we're going to cut away from this battle for just a moment. Holly, your character, you wake up with blinding pain in your shoulder as it feels like you've been slammed against the ground. You look around and you appear to be in an alleyway next to some piles of refuse. You got like a little bit of a banana peel in your hair as you sit up and look around and you hear the sound of a roar coming from the next street over and the sound of shouts. Please tell us about who you are. I don't... My head really kind of hurts. I don't remember much, but looking down at myself, damn, I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, we can, I do know yeah. that. We yeah. can go over the details of your hotness when you if you so choose, go to investigate and see what's happening. For some reason, I feel compelled that I have to go near the sound of this chaos. Cool. So you can use your movement to run over out of where, pick yourself up, run out and see before you the cutest brown bear you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Super chonky, got lots of fluff, being hit repeatedly by a guy a really grody guy with a gross beard hitting this poor brown bear and what does what does this brown bear see if it were to turn towards you um so i'm about six five long dark hair horns a tail um my hair is kind of over one side of my face i've got Probably a what we say a twelve pack abs, <laughs> man. Um, and I have on some really low slung pants, but I have a feeling that uh, you'd like what you see if I took them off. Oh, uh, yeah, some sexy motherfucker. No shirt though. No shirt. No, no. shirt at all. What, what, the world needs to see. What color are your eyes? They are icy blue. Oh, and my hair is black. And uh, my horns, my tail are also black, like my long, luxurious hair. Love it. Yeah. I feel like everyone in the alleyway like turns yes. mid, like <laughs> freezes, like mid battle. It happens like. a lot. I would see that. I mean, first of all, that's awful. They're messing with this bear. So I'm going to like yell in my deepest voice. What the fuck? Everybody's heads turn towards you. How close am I? I have come into the alleyway. Who would I be closest to? So essentially you were in the next block down alleyway. You ran to the end of that into the main street where the bear is. There's a thug and then another one at the entryway of an alley. Mm -hmm. So I would say that you are probably 25 feet away from the bear and the guy attacking the bear. But you've already used your movement to get out into the main street. 
Okay. So I've already used my movement to get out into the main street, and the bear is Barana and Thug, too. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think he's going to do anything except yell and, okay. like, look around and try to assess, like, the situation's not making any sense to him at the moment. Sure. You can make a perception check. Sure. So he's got an 18 for a perception check. 18's pretty good. So I think you would hear movement from the other alley, so you would assume that there at least was one person still down that. Other than that, you don't see anybody, you don't sense anybody coming up behind you. You don't see or hear any other sources of danger at the moment. That's your turn. Up next is Thug 3. Come on down. (laughs) Thug 3 is going to run up and also attack Barana with his mace, and he gets advantage on it because of pack tactics. That's two twos. Great. The first hit does not hit at all. Terrible. I rolled another two on one of them. Uh, That'd be a 13, so that does hit the bear on the second attack. That will be seven points of bludgeoning damage to this bear, who's just being attacked. It's making me really bummed out to think about this adorable bear being hit by maces. Then I gotta roll for something else. Okay. Up next is Thug One. He is going to race forward and say, we got to get rid of that bear and make it go back to her normal form. Yeah, he's going to run up to meet you because you you moved 30 feet. He's going to also make two melee attacks. Natural 20 on one of them. Oh, gosh. And 16 plus stuff on the second one. That will be 15 points of bludgeoning damage. All right, so I turn back into Hilrana. Okay, yeah, so you fall out of bear form and you are back into Hilrana's form. Did any of that hit points go over the bear's hit point total? Yeah, um, two hit points. Okay, so you're going to take two hit points of damage in your normal Hilrana form. And then he's going to shout. When he sees that, he says, grab her before she can do anything else. It is your turn, Hilrana. I'm going to cast Entangle. See if I can't restrain these dudes. Love it. It goes 90 feet, so I should be able to get them all if I can get them. Yeah, they're all around you at the moment, all three of them. So they all need to make strength saving throws. Cool. That's a fail. That will be a success. That's a 19 for the second one. And then a 16. So the, only the first guy failed, so I had to beat a 14, I think. Okay, so they rolled really high. I need to stop using this die, but it's so pretty. <laughs> so I want to keep rolling natural so 20s pretty. on. I'll put it over here just for now. A bunch of vines come up and fill the alleyway, but I think two of the guys are probably able to beat the vines off and kind of get out of the way before, yeah, exactly. and the other guy was surprised by him, so he gets captured. He's captured in your vines. Okay, I'm just going to move. Okay, so you are going to move How away. They're going to get I attacks move? on you as you move. First one hits, second one, natural 20. I'm <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it wasn't even the good one. Wow. This is a tough. These guys are just really, they're determined to they're good at get thugging. you to come thugging. with them. They're good at bugging. <laughs> so the guy that got a nat 20, it wasn't a ton. He does nine points of bludgeoning damage. And then the other guy does... Oof, that does eight points because he got a six on the day. How you doing, Hilrana? I got 16 out of 35. Okay. So you're not not on death's door yet, which is great. Just kill Hilrana during this episode. No! Well, they're not gonna kill you. If they if they knock you out, they'll try to just knock you unconscious. You can do some you can do non-lethal damage. That's the end of your turn. Thug two, we will say, is the one that is entangled. So this guy's gonna make his strength saving throw to see if he can get free of the the plants that are entangling him. 
That's a 17. So he does get free, but that's his action to do that. And he doesn't have a bonus action. So he's just going to stand there. Nothing exciting. <laughs> just excited that he's not in the plants. Next is our sexy mystery man. So he is going to try to charm Thug One. You'd have to get closer. Okay. You have to move. Either you could do it to Thug Two, who's still standing in those vines, mm-hmm. or you would have to move up pretty much to where next to where those vines are to be able to get Thug One with your charm person. So if I move up, I can still do the charm. Yeah, you just would have to move closer. I'll move closer. Okay, so how does your charm person effect work when you try to charm them? Like, give me some flavor for this. (laughs) Give me some flavor. Whilst charming a person, I think he would just telepathically give them a little nudge so that they feel compelled to look at him. Nice. Because, I mean, why wouldn't you? And then... He'll just sort of give him a little nod, raise his eyebrows, and sort of smile. Like, you want to do anything I ask you to do. Incredible. I love this. Uh, So subtle. He needs to make a wisdom save. That's a 70. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm going to put this one away, too. That's all I got. Okay, now I have only one die left, so... (laughs) Uh, yes so 17 does resist your so he kind of shakes his head a little bit and then gets mad like how dare you try to seduce me i have a job to do all right that is your turn i assume because i don't think you have any bonus actions yeah i don't think i can do anything else thug three's turn baby i don't know why i said baby (laughs) i've gone mad thug three's gonna try to hit you with his mace it's a 16 on the one He's hitting me or the guy? You. Natural 20. Holy shit! Wow. See, she lures us out of here first thing in the morning when we're sleepy, and then she's going to do a TPK. (laughs) (laughs) Just when we feel vulnerable and warm and sleepy. Whatever, let's talk about romancing. Just and then you die. Suckers. (laughs) Okay, let me roll some damage for this. Wow. Harsh. Harsh. <laughs> so the first one does four points of bludgeoning damage, and the second one does. Oh, Jesus. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so it, I would say that on that last attack, even though he cracks you really hard in the head, you fall to the ground. You are not fully unconscious, you're not dying. You can't. I would say you're going into unconsciousness. And you look from the ground and see this sexy, sexy tiefling man in the distance and this creepy guy smashing into your head. Your ears ring out and white pain fills your vision and then everything starts to go black. All of a sudden, for the person who is still conscious, which we don't have a name for yet, mysterious man, everything around him goes silent. And you look and can see from the opposite direction on the road, a pair of figures, and one of them is doing intricate hand movements. And then this wave of silence fills the space that you are in. One of them is a snow white tabaxi, and the other one is a short, stocky human man. And they walk forward and the other thugs look around confused 
as everything goes silent. And one of them kind of rubs at his ear a little bit to see if he can shake out whatever is causing this effect. And they are moving towards your group. So next would be Thug One, who is confused about these figures. And he you can see him, a uh, mystery man. That's what I'm going to call you until we have a name for you. Yeah. You can see this guy start shouting, but you don't hear anything. He looks like he's trying to scream at the top of his lungs and he looks at his friends and he just shrugs and looks angrily over at the other two and goes and scoops up Hilrana's body and the thug one. And he's going to try to run away, but there's all those vines in the way. So it's going to make him not be able to get very far. He only gets about 15 feet further away from them. That is his turn. And is he running back down the alley? No. So he's actually running towards Holly's character because I guess his assessment was that that person was less scary than the two people coming down from the opposite direction of the roads. Yeah. So essentially at this this intersection, there's a bunch of lines, these two figures coming from one direction, and then your dude standing at the other side of the vines. And then, but they, he's trying to go past him down the other way of the road. He's just trying to run past me. Run past you. He hasn't gotten up to be actually be able to run past you, but I would say he's in melee range with you now. Okay. Hilrana, we're going to skip your turn because you're unconscious, but you're not making death saves. Thank goodness. Sug 2 is also going to start running and you get an attack of opportunity on him if you want to. Absolutely. Let's try to um, just punch the shit out of him. Love it. Oh, natural 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so four for the first one, one for the second one, plus three. Hurts pretty bad. He's still up. Okay, if he's running, then I don't care about him. Yeah, I don't I want to get to her, yeah. to Hilrana. Makes sense. Yeah. You are actually right next to her and the guy holding her, kind of slung over his shoulder. All right. Uh, and he's, I'm assuming, is he carrying her princess style or fireman style? Oh, over the shoulder fireman <sighs> style, for sure. Okay. This guy is not a gentleman. All right, so I'm going to try to punch him, too. Okay. I guess. Let me see what... Let yeah, me just... it is your turn so you can do any of your normal actions. I just want everyone to know that my butt looks amazing. It looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's in your best interest to put her down. Okay, and then you're trying to charm him? Mm-hmm. Excellent. So he will make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, you fail, bitch. This Oh, 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 these thugs are too powerful for you. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, sorry about that. So that is your turn unless you want to move anywhere. I'm just going to, I guess, just move up in his face more. Yeah, you just can shift yourself a little bit closer. Maybe yeah. you can shift yourself so you're directly in his path. Not that yes. it really matters, but for flavor it does. Yeah. Then he rolls a 45,000 yeah. on his next then get, hit. Yeah, and then you're dead. You just insta-kill him. I instantly spontaneously combust. We'll never know who this hot man was. <laughs> okay, Thug Three's turn, who was over by Barana and then Hilrana. It sees those people, saw his buddy pick up Hilrana and run. He's actually going to try to run down an alleyway and climb up the side of a building. So he's not really in range for anybody to do anything. Then it is these two figures that are coming towards you. And the tabaxi locks eyes with you, mystery man. Okay. The tabaxi looks at you in the eyes and quirks an eyebrow a little bit. And then they're just going to stand there and wait. They're holding a spell of some sort. Things are all still completely silent in this area where you are. And then the human man 
is going to come up and just try to slam into the guy holding Hilrana with his warhammer. He does three attacks. Yeah, this guy is just crumples to the ground. Yay! And Hilrana falls with him, but you don't take any extra damage because you fall pretty much on top of his unconscious body. Or mystery dude could swoop in and catch her before she hits the ground. Yeah, I'll allow it. Thank you. I'll allow it. You can win. You swoop in and and grab her body before she can tumble forward and hit her head against the ground. It's good enough that I'll let it happen. (laughs) The tabaxi that was holding their spell is going to look back at you and communicate with you telepathically through some kind of spell. We need her to come with us. Please don't fight. And he's going to think back, are you going to hurt her? How, why should I trust you? Um, they don't say and they don't say a word because they can't yeah, respond yeah, back. Thinking. They just shake their head. No, I guess it's your turn again because Hilrana's unconscious. The thugs are out of the equation. Well, I guess the one can make death saves. That's a, a success. Um, it is your turn again. So after you've had this interaction with the tabaxi. All right. I've had the interaction with the tabaxi. Um, can I do a medicine check for Hilrana? Yes, you may. Okay, so that'd be a 16. I think that you don't have like a medicine, any kind of kit Mm -mm. on you, but you can tell from your medicine check that there's no danger of Hilrana dying. She's out cold, but not, there aren't any injuries that are going to make her potentially just die. Okay, I'm just going to cradle her. Do you do anything else on your turn? Um... At this point, he doesn't even know who he is, you know, so he's just like focused on this beautiful creature that has been through it tonight. So he's just going to hold her and warily watch the tabaxi and the other guy. Okay, and you do you can speak telepathically with this guy because you have telepathy if you want to. Yes, I would say. Who is she? They say back to you in your mind, someone that our employer needs to speak with. Hmm. Who's your employer? Actually, no, they wouldn't have been able to speak back. Okay. This we're out. Let's get out of combat if you're not going to try to yeah, fight no, them. No, I'm not going to try to fight them okay. at all. This will make it much easier for you yes. guys to have a telepathic <laughs> conversation because yeah. they can cast message and yeah. you can speak telepathically. So I don't want to have to keep doing the mechanics yes. of that over and over again. No, he's not trying to fight two more hours. people. Yeah. Okay. The human man that is next to the tabaxi looks and does a couple of hand movements and the other one does some movements back. And you would definitely recognize this as some kind of sign language. You don't have any idea what it means. And then the tabaxi will continue speaking telepathically with you because there's still this bubble of silence. So what do you want to say? So then I would say, who's your employer? I can't divulge that information. I can tell you that I have no intention of hurting her. And actually, Helvana, you could make, just for me, roll three d20s and see if for some reason you magically get a natural 20 so that you can come back to consciousness <laughs> i don't want you to do it as if you're going to die if you fail them just see if you get a nat 20 on any of them they're all sevens that's going on in your mind you're having a stream of chatting at the, at the slot machine <laughs> seven, seven, seven. It starts raining coins it's everywhere. It's like in slow motion, I'm jumping up and down clapping and like Chadley's like trying to gather the coins. And you see a little smile go across the water's uh, face. <laughs> it's 
so that's happening. <laughs> this is going on. Um, I don't know who you are. I don't. I don't trust you. I. I don't feel comfortable leaving her alone. Wherever you take her, you're gonna have to take me. They again do an exchange through their sign language with the human guy, and seem like they're having an argument for a little while. And then eventually, the human just shakes his head, and then goes over to you and the taxi says we're going to need to blindfold you okay (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so the the human guy wraps the blindfold around your eyes you can't see anything anymore you can't hear and then he's going to just grab your arm strongly and start pulling you behind him and they lead you I guess they would. He would probably have to hand Hilrana off to the dude, unless you don't want to let. I don't want to let her go. Okay, fine. So then um, he'll push you from behind to guide you where you need to go and stop you when you need to, as you're carrying Hilrana. You hear the sound of a door opening. You are not in silence anymore, and you. He gestures for you to put to step up into a some kind of carriage, and you were flung unceremoniously into the back of this carriage. The other two, you assume, get in, and then you are. You hear the sound of hoofbeats and wheels and cobblestone, and you are riding for a long time. What are you thinking as you were doing this? And I will say, Hilrana, just for the sake of plot, so you're not unconscious the entire time, they will have put a blindfold on you, taken your bracelet off, communicator bracelet off, and gone through your person, unless you try to stop them, but you can't really see what they're doing. Yeah. Gone over your body and tried to remove anything, and one of those things is your sending stone, and put them away somewhere. You can't really see this, but you hear the rustling of them patting her down, essentially. And they pat you down, but you don't I really <laughs> have anything. <laughs> Nothing really going on except something. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh God, we're so horny. <laughs> horny for this non-existent man. So they've done that. They've blindfolded you. They've tied your wrists together so that most likely you won't be able to do any kind of spell work. Still can turn into an animal, but they didn't see that part. You blink a little bit to consciousness after about an hour of riding in this carriage, but your eyes are covered. Hilrana, what do you do? I wake up and I'm in the carriage, blindfolded. Yeah, you feel a horrible, horrible headache. Your body is pressed up against another pretty warm body, uh, but and you can hear the sounds of a carriage moving and you, the, the the seat that you are on is bumping up and down occasionally and you feel her stirring. Okay, so I think he if he felt her stirring around, he would be like, hey, 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 are you okay? How's your head? Can I cast sleep? <laughs> um, sleep, I think, needs a somatic component or you can't see so you can't cast Dang on anything it. where you need vision to, to target something. And you can't right, use your hands. Stuff. I just feel like Hilrana would oh, yeah. freak yeah, out you, and immediately try to fight everyone. Yeah, you try to do a couple of different things, but none of you can't move your hands yeah. in the way that you need to. And you can't see anything to target anything. And but, yeah, she's definitely not somebody that'd be like, oh, what's happening? I'm oh, just no. going to play it cool. She'd Absolutely be like, not. what the hell is going on? You can even yeah. shout that if you yeah. want to, because I'm going to say that you weren't gagged. Yeah, I'm going to like try, like use, I'll be like just flailing around as much as I can tied up. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And, like, um, a, like a fish. Yeah, like a fish. <laughs> and yeah, just kind of lash out like a captured 
animal just yeah. like kind of trying to like because if my teeth are, I'll be trying to like bite <laughs> some like whatever is near me let's go ahead if you're trying to bite whatever is near you roll an attack and against your armor class holly it's also last thing i knew i was being attacked so i'm yeah. still in that mindset of like 20 yeah like a nat 20 no, or okay. 18 okay roll some damage a one <laughs> one point that's what happens you, when you, i don't cast primal savagery you chomp before into the muscly forearm not muscly forearm the corded as they would say <laughs> the corded forearm of this this man who you saw briefly you don't know who it is but you bite into flesh a little bit and that's that's what you feel a world winds of pain as you can take one point of bite damage from this woman oh i think we're gonna get along great but maybe wait till we're alone <laughs> that's creepy now did he say, say that, that did he, yeah, did he say that out loud yes oh no now oh, she's shit. like oh freaking hell what <laughs> Yes, she is like even more upset now. <laughs> Do you say anything, Horana? He laughs though. Okay, I mean, he laughs, he laughs okay. like. I'm well, I'm still upset joking. by that. It's yeah. not funny. It isn't funny. Yeah. I, I think she'd say something like, "I can't wait till we're alone together so I can destroy you." Oh, me either. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> Where am I and who are you? I don't know where we are, and honestly, Why I don't know I who I am. Why am I blindfolded and tied up? I have no idea. Me too. You You're hear tied up also? <laughs> yep. You hear from the front of the car. Who's in the charge of a, here? We will explain when we get there. Please stay calm. No one is going to hurt you. Stay calm. I'm tied up in a carriage with a bunch of strangers. I can't see anything, and you ask me to stay calm? If you do not want to maintain your calm, then we can calm you down. Well, you might have to, because I'm not happy. You feel something wash over you. Oh, it's and it's also going to affect Mystery Man, which... Can you give us a name so I can stop telling you Mystery Man when she asks who you are? Joran. Okay, amazing. You do... Make an insight check for me, though, Hilrana. A nine. Sounds like a Joran. You sound like a Joran. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. Suits you. Thanks. I'll go with it. <laughs> Maybe that's not his name. Um, okay. I need both of you guys to make a charisma saving throw. Natural 20. Ooh. Nine. Okay. Hilarana, you immediately feel much more calm. You feel somewhat indifferent about the situation. Not going to last for a very long time, but it does calm you down in the moment. Great. So what? what's your name? I'm Hilrana Drama. So who's your dad? Who's your daddy? The guy in the front starts laughing when, when you say, who's your dad? <laughs> who's your dad? I'm just curious. I'm, I'm actually having a hard time remembering much of anything, so I'm probably not going to know who it is if you tell me. Just threw myself in the middle of this mess, and now I'm just kind of curious. You know, to what I all really the... don't feel like having a conversation while I'm blindfolded and in the carriage. <laughs> Okay. And you feel the carriage start to slow down. It turns down a short road and then the sound of the carriage door opening, they help you out and then they actually remove your blindfolds. They don't remove your hands. And what do we see? And they do bind your hands as well, sir. Okay. <laughs> they probably were already bound. Yeah, that would they be weird for them yeah. not to be bound. Are they bound with like those furry handcuffs again? No, so they're like professionals. They've got like really sturdy cords that are ah. keeping them all super tied up. These knots are very professional. Very professional knots, you would say, if you had to make a guess. Hilrana thinks out loud. 
<laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> you see before you a fairly large estate, not as big as Greg's house, but a two-story building. There is a road behind you if you were to turn around, but the entire thing of this estate is surrounded by a very tall stone fence with like little spikes at the top of it. And then at the front of the building, there's a staircase going up to the front door on each side. There are these big stone statues of tigers. Oh, how quaint. Is this a guest house? <laughs> the guy actually laughs again. He's like, you would say that, wouldn't you? And the tabaxi laughs a little bit. The tabaxi does some more sign language and the man says, all right, we should go inside. Like I said, I don't have any plans. My friend and I don't have any plans of hurting you. We were just hired to bring you here. You know, you could have just sent an invitation and said it was a party. I would have shown up. That wasn't what our employer asked us to do. I'll have to have a word with him about... Also, I don't think she's (laughs) going to be very happy about you. So please just try to be quiet. And he looks over at Joran. I'll just give him a thumbs up. Are you tied up? Can you give him a thumbs up? You can bring both hands up to the side. (laughs) (laughs) Got it, Chief. So are you going to just go with them? Yeah. All right. So they lead you in to the interior of this estate. The entryway is fairly large. It has a big chandelier coming down from the second story. And then there are two sets of stairs that spiral up to a top landing and then doors on either side of this bottom level. At the back of this space, kind of beneath where the balcony thing would be, there is this huge, incredibly ostentatious tapestry of a very sexy were-tiger man. Mm, He's got like like a toga on and then these beautiful gold bangles and he's I mean if you're if you're into weird tigers I guess (laughs) so kind of like a tabaxi but a little bit wait this is a painting it's a tapestry I'm into the weird tiger but this is very tacky it is incredibly tacky and he he has lots of he looks as ripped as your companion who you can now see again that guy that you had seen in the alleyway before you had gotten knocked out very ripped but wider beefier, furrier, wear tiger man. Oh yeah. I'm not into, I'm not a furry at all, but whoever this is, it is. Mm. Anyway, so all that's right. what you see. And they will lead you into one of the side rooms, which seems like a sitting room of some sort. It has a nice table, some, some couches and chairs and a fireplace that is nice and warm. You can see out through a window into the gardens outside. And then there is another door at the back of the room. I guess since I know your names, I should tell you mine and my friends, since you've been so cooperative, sort of. I have not been cooperative. I have not cooperating. You literally just came inside with us and have not thought that, so I'm going to say that that's as cooperative as I can ask for in my line of work. (laughs) Anyway, I might as well tell you my name so that I can stop calling myself or have the DM calling me the human man. You can call me Trent. This over here is Winter. And he gestures over to the tabaxi who gives a feeble smile. I would say nice to meet you, but it's not. Completely understandable. You all, please wait here. The window is magically sealed, so I wouldn't... The mistress of the house likes to keep things fairly locked down. So I wouldn't recommend trying to break out that way. It's not going to work. Fine, fine. 
we're going to lock you in here just because, you know, you said you weren't cooperating, so... I would not expect anything less. We're going to lock you in here. Please don't try to break out. It'll just make this a lot easier. I really don't want to have to hurt either one of you. You, I mean, you're not part of the job, so it wouldn't be the end of the world, but Mm, I'd, I'd rather not. So you'll wait here. Maybe if you do need any refreshments or anything. Sure. Thanks. Oh, I've got seven seven minutes in heaven with my friend Joran here. You guys did sound like you're gonna whatever you want to do while you're locked in here is fine. Will with you me. just go get your boss and get this over with? Well, this she's is not ridiculous. here currently. Oh. I don't think she was expecting this to go as quickly as it did. That's insulting. And it was kind of insulting to us, but she should be here within the next <laughs> day or so. A day or so. Yep. And he closes the door and locks it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hey, it's your DM and pal Emily here with a few quick announcements. First, thank you so much for listening. Wow, you're still here, you're listening, or maybe you're new to the podcast and welcome. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and you mean the world to us. If you haven't yet, why don't you go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter. We're at Roll for Romance and review the show if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Every single little share, retweet, follow anything that you can give us to spread the word about the show and support us would just be incredible speaking of which we also have a coffee now for anyone who wants to donate to help improve the show or just show a small token of appreciation right now we have a goal to raise money for better remote recording gear because of dang covid foiling our plans to record in person sometimes Anything you can give would be incredibly appreciated. You can also find TTRPG creations on coffee, including our new wedding heist one-shot called Something Borrowed, and a free romanceable NPC token pack featuring the cast and friends of Roll for Romance. So if you like our faces or you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. The links for all of this, including our coffee, our different modules and stuff, are all in the episode description. Lastly, we have a very special spicy side quest coming out soon. We played my very own one-page TTRPG, Shot Through the Heart. And I know, I'm to blame because I made it. (laughs) Anyway, it's a really fun, sexy spy adventure, and we just had an incredible time. It was hilarious, and I can't wait to share it with you. So stay tuned, that one is coming out soon. All right, that's all for now. Without further ado, let's get back into the amorous action. So I think Joran would turn to Horana and say, okay, I'm going to level with you. I woke up on a rooftop. I don't know who I am. I don't know why I was in your city. I heard you screaming. I heard a commotion. I ran to help. I don't know anything about myself except I feel really compelled to be near women. That's kind of creepy. I'm not going to lie. It's I, weird. I'm Hirana not going to. takes like a few steps away from him. I promise I won't try to, to touch you or anything. You're making it worse. Just I know. Please I, I, stop I, I, talking. You are okay. not as sexy as I am thoroughly weirded out. Don't talk like that. It's very off-putting. Okay. All right. Just. I'll try to do better. So what the hell's up with you? Where? What? What is going on? I don't know. I know as much as you do. So who is your dad? Is you he like ne- you wouldn't know him? 
Well, I'm probably not, but his is name he is like, Greg the Gregarious. Weirdly, that rings a bell. I mean, he actually is well known, so maybe you would know him. He's a jeweler, among other oh, things. Yeah, I know about some of the other things. Okay, uh, so are you like, do you think this is a ransom? Oh, probably. Kidnapping? This isn't the first time I've been kidnapped and uh, ransomed, so. All right, look, I, we don't know each other, but um, I'm not going to stand by and let somebody hurt you either. I mean,. So I can take care of myself. You did pretty good back there. The bear thing. Thank you. I, know. I didn't mean for it to look so adorable. It just had so annoying. Yeah. That kind of made it worse because you were yeah. pretty darn cute. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You guys have a lot of time to talk to each other. So, uh, An hour passes through that door. Underneath is slid some like little packets of bread that are wrapped up and maybe little bits of like flat cheeses. Oh, flat cheeses. <laughs> In the room. Just slide like, a charcuterie board yeah, under the door. Yeah, a charcuterie board under the door for you all. And also in the room itself, there is a whole bar cart and also maybe some water if they were going to be entertaining guests in this space. Well, Jordan's going to go over. Weirdly, he knows how to make a bunch of different cocktails. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Havana's you... interested. She's watching. Make a make a performance check for me <laughs> or a, a, a sleight of hand check, whichever one you would like better. 22. You describe to me what it looks like. That's there we go. Well, it looks really good. It's a lot of athleticism and there's going to be a lot of like body rolls where he's like <laughs> throwing something up and then body rolling and catching it. No, you don't remember who you are, but you remember something, I suppose. I just remembered that it's really important for me to show off my body, but I'm not sure why. That's tragic. It's very disconcerting. It is disconcerting. Anyway, can I make you a drink? Sure. All right. So she'll make him something really complicated that involves lots of throwing of jiggers and of alcohol. And throwing of jiggers. <laughs> <laughs> and body rolls. And yeah. Amazing. So you make her a beautiful cocktail and hand it over. And that is our... One over <laughs> into the second hour. What are you guys doing? I he's gonna do some push-ups or something. Okay, what are you doing, Hilrana? Hilrana's just filing her nails. Where did she keep that file? They patted you down. I'm not going to disclose that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's how you spend hour two. Hour three, what are you doing? Charades. <laughs> oh, charades. Okay, go for yeah. it. Uh, so what are you doing in the charade? Okay, so charades is silent. That's kind of the whole thing of charades. Yeah, that's why I suggested some charades. Oh. Uh, I guess he'll do... You know that the um the worm? He'll do the... He's doing a lot of dance moves. Okay, so you get yeah. down on the ground and you start riding like against the ground. they're like way too complicated like and sexy. So and, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, everything looks the same. The crotch part of the worm is uh -huh. very emphasized. Emphasized, yes. And you can do like a little wink. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an eagle? <laughs> no. And you just continue to fail at charades as he does his, his different movements. Yeah, he's basically just like sexy dancing. Great and horned owl. Our 
were four. I spy with my little eye something gray. Something gray. I'm assuming the walls are gray. What? what? Describe this location we're in. Okay, so this room itself is There's a furniture in here. We yeah, like there's, a, there's furniture. Oh, okay. There are. I'll give you more details now yeah. that you've been trapped in there for four hours. Yeah. It takes some we, time to look around. Yeah. You have two plush armchairs. There is a long fainting couch over by the window. There's a fireplace which is currently unlit. One of the walls is has built-in bookshelves and all kinds of different books on it. And then there is a door leading to where you assume the kitchen is, where they slid the food under, and then another door that led back out into that entryway. The walls in here are very, everything's very ostentatious, over the top tacky like there's a lot of fake gold candlesticks and filigree and molding and the wallpaper itself i think would be a a burnished gold can i wild shape into a cat and try to escape off the fireplace go for it wild (laughs) shape into a cat so you see her turn now into a cat i'm like just looking at the fireplace and i turn into a cat in front of it like, yeah, <laughs> jump into it, and then you hear me like scrambling up the side. Make a dexterity check. Not 20. Oh, 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 shit. Okay. So you somehow managed to scramble up and use cat agility to hook your claws onto different parts of the stonework inside of this chimney. You get to about you would guess probably about up to where the second floor is and then there is some kind of barrier a flu or something that is keeping you from being able to go up any higher you hear the cat like because you got a nat 20 i'm gonna say that you don't fall but on the way back down i oh, know i land on my feet yeah you you land easily but i'm like covered in soot and very angry mm-hmm. very bristly <laughs> and then i like walk out of the fireplace like i'll like trying to shake the soot off Joran's going to like not sp- laugh. Spitting and hissing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go on the other side of the room and like look out the window to give her some dignity. Amazing. <laughs> Perfect. And then I just remain a cat and I just lay on the ground. Okay. You curl up as a cat on the and ground. And I take a short rest. Take a short rest. Beautiful. So a for, the, nap, for hour you will. five, you're taking a short rest. What are you doing? Are there any books in the room? Yeah, it's, there's a bookcase. Yeah, books. I think he's going to start looking through books to see if he can read anything that will jog his memory about who he is, where he's from, anything. Okay, so you look through these books. One of them is called The Pussy's Delight, and it is a, a cat, like a cat person erotica book. And then you see that almost every single book in this collection is... It's all hentai. It's hentai. not hentai. <laughs> it's all very feline-focused erotica or stories. So a lot of were-tigers, a lot of tabaxi. Not actual cats, but like humanoid cat people that these stories focus on. Some of them have human or other race partners, but there's always a cat person involved. Okay. So, not super helpful. Yeah. Make a, just make an intelligence check for me to see if you can remember anything from this. 15. You, for some reason, feel like you're not very fond of most cats. Oh, great. Not like you want to murder cats, but it's just like not your thing. No, still feel weirdly like, for whatever reason, his main objective in life is the ladies. Just can't figure out why. Okay, 
as you are taking your short rest, are you sleeping? Or are you, or are you just kind of chilling? A cat. Yes. Perfect. So you, get, so you are done with your cat nap. Hour six. What are you doing? Now I'm sitting back on the thing. I'm like, so you can't remember anything? No. And I've, I, I just, that's why I kind of came along here because I thought, I don't remember where I live. I don't remember if I have a house. I figured here at least they'd give us food and keep us warm. Bad luck. I know. It's crazy. To, do you want to you wanna try to figure out if we can get the get the hell up out of here? I mean, I tried a fireplace already. Yeah. Let's find all the secret compartments. Well, I know at looking... my house, it's full of them. Look behind all of the portraits. Both of you guys make an investigation check. 19. Ooh. It's, I'm very good at finding. 16. Thanks. There really aren't any portraits in here. You can tell from your investigation that the windows themselves are, like they said, completely sealed shut and also seem like they would be very resistant to any kind of bludgeoning I'm also force. looking under all the rugs for trapdoors. Looking trap doors. under the rugs, no trapdoors. You do find inside one of the Cat Rodica books a, like, it's hollowed out. And there is a gold figurine of a tiger. Take that. Um, <laughs> I could swipe that. Might be able to bludgeon someone with it. A bunch of tacky, mostly worthless, but fancy looking things. Boring. Okay. Hour seven. <laughs> so what were you... So I guess I'll just start asking her. What were you doing in that alley? I mean, what was going on? What was happening? Oh, I was chasing a friend. We got into a little fight. I'm sorry to hear that. Is everything okay? Did you find your friend? No, I didn't find him. I'm sure he's back home doing whatever he does. Oh. <laughs> so is that your is that your boyfriend? No, or? he's a squirrel. Oh, okay. Well, you did turn into a bear. It makes sense you'd be friends with a squirrel. Yes. Yeah. No, he's just a friend. An old friend, I think. I have some memory problems also. Oh. Kind of stress. Seems to be a thing in the city, maybe. I don't know. We should maybe look into that. But yeah, he's a squirrel. He's my friend. He's angry with me, which isn't unusual. Why was he bad? I mean, did you guys have a fight or? Oh, uh, he was a little jealous. I, I don't know why. He he doesn't understand. He's a squirrel sometimes. There was this one time I also changed into a squirrel. We tried to have a thing, but like, <laughs> it didn't work out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you think maybe he? hasn't really gotten over I, he's a squirrel I don't know it's kind of a strange situation yeah. also there's just like a lot of strange magic going in around the city right, right now it may have something to do with that but I have to find him first and figure out what's going on what kind of strange magic's going around the city oh you know people acting out their desires and weirdly I think that may be why I was in the city I wouldn't That's be weird. surprised at this point there's so much strange things going on huh i feel like i can't ask you any questions since you had no memory like normally i'd find out what your hobbies are if you had hobbies what do you think they'd be <laughs> i definitely think i would be really into exercise other than bar and well, out. bartending and working out are obvious hobbies yes i think um i enjoy reading I enjoy... Is it because we're surrounded by cat erotica? Is that how you've decided you just like I reading? I think I like erotica. Okay, not all books are like this. I'm just going to let you know. Yeah, I think most of the ones I read are, which is... I'm not sure how I feel about that. I definitely don't think I was into cat erotica before. You uh, are now, though, obviously. Oh, uh, uh, something to do, you know. Yes, uh, I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I read that one over there. Oh, what'd you think? Yeah, it was... I'm. 
I'm taking it with me. Yes. Oh, can I borrow it? Yeah, when I'm cool. done with it, which I'm almost done with it, so I may actually finish before we leave here. It's taking forever. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> 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 I'm just a pervy fly. No, I've already finished several times while reading it. Hour eight. Definitely have to go to the bathroom by now, unless you found a way to relieve yourself. You've been sent a couple more. I did while I was a cat door. in that fireplace. Okay, yeah, you could have done that. So angry. You well, could have gone in the court. <laughs> gone. <laughs> now I think I would try uh, either saying out loud or or telepathically trying to send the tabaxi a message that, okay, I need a bathroom break, and I really I don't want to embarrass myself in front of the lady. Sure. Um, uh, about like. I think you might need to be able to see somebody with the telepathy, but I'll just say that they show up anyway and open the door and gesture for you to follow them. And they lead you down a a corridor through another room that seems like a sitting room and then back through another door into where there is a small bathroom of sorts. I'm going to pretend I also have to go to the bathroom just so I can get out of this room and kind of figure out what the lay of the... Well, they will take you one at a time. Well, I will try to notice everything I can. Are there any exit doors, entry doors on my way from this room to the bathroom, any windows. Make a perception check. Uh, 16. So you can get a pretty good layout of where you're going. You They take you through the door that had the food had been slid under, out through that door, and then lead you down a hallway to a door where there is the privy. Behind you, as you were heading down that hallway, there is a door that exits to what looks like maybe a large greenhouse. And they would take her the same way? You assume, yes. Okay. I assumed the greenhouse is full of weed and this is a drug operation. Full of catnip. Uh, That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be surprised. It's an illegal catnip operation. Yes. All right. So really, and there's guards taking us, I'm assuming, so there's really not it's up to you as to what you want to do. There's only the tabaxi person taking you when you when they take you to the bathroom. He would try charm. Okay, yeah, you can try to charm. That is a natural one. All right, so definitely charmed. I think Joran's going to say, we're friends here. Just let us go. It's no big deal. When your boss wants to talk to Hilrana, we'll just make an appointment in the city. No need for all these theatrics. They look at you sympathetically and look concerned and will message you saying into your mind saying, I really do want to help you. You, I get where you're coming from. This makes total sense to me. It sucks, though. I really don't want to lose my job. Well, I tell you what, you can just turn your back for a second. I don't want to get you in trouble. Just turn your back. I'm going to walk out that door. Maybe you could, like, try to... You could incapacitate me in some kind of way. I would love to incapacitate you. Yeah, I think that would be better if you don't mind. Sure, sure thing. Um, Can we get the yeah, lady? Yeah, you can go back to the room and you see... I'm the- waiting behind the door with a cat statue. And as <laughs> soon as he walks in, I bludgeon him <laughs> in the back of the head. Roll a <laughs> Just roll a d20 and add your strength modifier. Because I don't think you're proficient with cat statues. <laughs> Weirdly, in real life, Holly is. <laughs> I got a 10. 
10 is not enough to hit this. So you you go a little bit wide and the tabaxi, who has pretty good reflexes, dodges out of the way and looks at you. And they're like, in your mind, uh, sorry, I tripped. Joran. Oh, your friend need, really needs to be more careful. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about this beforehand. And then to out loud to Horana. Can I cast sleep? Go ahead and try to cast sleep. Always got to make things difficult. Horana's <laughs> <laughs> mo. It also seems to be all of the characters I play. <laughs> It's just Dez's ammo. Really. Roll, roll your dice for 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 your sleep. Twenty six. How many points do you have, Horana? After your short rest, thirteen. You cast your spell and immediately fall asleep on the ground. Oh shit! Uh, I fall asleep yeah. on the ground. Not dang it! <laughs> so you see her uh, her trying to go cast something, and this the magic looks almost like it swirls in the air a little bit, and then knocks into Horana. <laughs> just immediately. Passes out on the ground. <laughs> is your is your friend okay? Yeah, I think she just knocked herself out. <laughs> Unfortunate. That will make it harder for us to get out of here. So if you want to stay and not get in trouble with your boss. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm just going to punch you. Just pretend it's hard. I'm not going to do it hard, but just hard enough for you to pretend to be knocked That's out. That's cool. We're friends. It's fine. We're friends. We're great. And then I'm going to pick her up. And I'm going to sling her over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to walk out of here. And it's going to be fine. And then yeah. when your boss gets back. We'll just make arrangements to meet in a safe place in the city that's neutral. So you'd still be willing to meet with her? Sure. That makes us a lot easier. Uh, well, no. How about I'll say, I don't really want to be punched. How about okay. I'll say, you, no, that's a bad idea. I don't know what to do. You punch me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are out cold. All right. So then I will step into the room. I'll pick up Hirana, throw her over my shoulder, fireman style, Amazing. and just walk the F out. Okay. So you can go out the door that you had come through to go to the bathroom. That one's still open. The other door is still locked. Okay. So you don't have a key for that. Greenhouse. Oh, Greenhouse door. So mm-hmm. you go to open the greenhouse door and it opens. I was being an asshole. <laughs> it's full of cats. It's full of cats. Well, in here, there are lots of cat topiaries, plenty of catnip, um, yes. all kinds of different things growing. And you are now in this very large, beautiful greenhouse that is connected to the house. There is a, another set of doors on the opposite side that would lead out of it. All right, he's going to try to walk through and out the other side. He's kind of looking for stables because he's he doesn't know how far they are from town and figures they're going to need a horse. Yes, okay, so you can go out the other set of doors to the greenhouse and you can see closer down towards the road, there is a carriage house of sorts where they would be keeping the horses and the carriage that they had brought you here in. He's just going to walk on You're down just there. Just walking? Okay, yeah. so no stealth. I'm going to make some perception checks. Well, no, he probably would try to be stealthy somewhat. Okay. You know. Make a stealth check with disadvantage because you're carrying Sleepy Hilrana. Who you can wake up. It's not like you're not allowed to wake her up. Oh, okay. I yeah, you can know. just shake shake her away. Yeah, I'm going to shake her. Once we get out of the greenhouse, sure. I'm going to set her down and then try to wake her up and be like, okay, we're out of here. How do you wake her up? <laughs> Probably with just shake a little shake. Yeah. Yeah. Shake and oh, you're shake. Shake shake her, and you're outside now. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, the fresh air and wow. then give her a little shake and be like, hey, you good? Oh, what happened? Ugh. You, I think you knocked yourself out with a spell. Uh, I'm not 100% that sure. spell is new. I haven't got quite uh, the hang of it yet. Yeah, so that happens. So embarrassing. 
Well, it's, hey, it's it's. Oh, but we where are we? We're outside. I can be persuasive. I just told the guys, hey, let us go now, and um, I figured you'd be willing to meet their boss in a safe location in the city. It won't be safe for them. Well, <laughs> you know. But anyway, can um, we uh, get the hell yep, out of here I'm now? I'm very impressed. So, you gosh, hear the promise. sound of somebody shouting, hey, what are you doing out here? Oh, and from coming go. from the <laughs> So you can run towards the gate. The gate is closed. What are you doing? All right. He's going to try to jump over or, or scale. Okay. Make an athletics check. Oh, I guess I am too. Yeah, so you can do also, oh, Athletics. Terrible at athletics. Oh, 19. Hey, very easily you can feel very spry from the that gate. Nap. Yeah. Yep. 18. You successfully both climb over the entry gate of this. As you're doing that, there's some the these people that were chasing after you that were guards are gonna pull out their crossbows and try to shoot some arrows at you. Natural 20. Shit. Okay, so the one that shoots on you is the Nat 20. Uh-huh. So Hilrana does not hit you. It whizzes past your ear as you continue to climb. The other one, as you're just getting over the very top, it hits you square in the between your shoulder blades. <coughs> 23 points of piercing damage. And you can you're gonna fall the rest of the way down to the other side of the gate. Actually, make a just roll a d20 and we'll see which side you're gonna fall. Uh, 10, 1 through 10, you fall back towards the building. 11 through 20, you fall towards the street. Oh. 17. Okay, so you fall down almost on top of Hilrana, who has just gotten to the end of the gate. You have this arrow lodged in, or this crossbow bolt lodged in your back, but you were on the other side. It is pretty early morning at this point. People are starting to move. It's a side street, but there's a lot. You're still in the city. What do you guys do? I'm okay to. Still- Oh, can we get a horse or are we... We're outside You're outside of the, outside of the outside building of now, yeah. Run. Okay, so you flee off down the streets, running, hoping that no one's chasing you. I'm trying to find one of Greg's secret entrances to yes. the city okay. that get back into the house. Make an investigation check. 17. You're running, you're racing through the city. You're pretty far away from Greg's house. You run for about 10 minutes just trying to evade whatever is potentially chasing you. You do hear shouts every once in a while. And then you see behind a pretty nondescript looking bakery. There is a little alleyway that you hook behind that you've seen or you heard Greg tell you about before. There's a hatch that leads down beneath the building and you guys can jump in there. And now you are in one of Greg's many, many corridors. I'm just going to make a perception check to see if they see you doing that. No, they don't. They do not see you. Nice. For once, I didn't roll a natural 20. So you are now (laughs) down in this weird stone-shaped earthen corridor. It's going to take you another two hours to get back to Greg's house, walking on foot. All right. Here we are together again. (laughs) I'm going to ask. He will ask her. um, I know this is unusual. are you okay? You still have an arrow lodged in your back. I'm going to tell you, it hurts. And it feels really weird. I feel like it's it it hurts but it's also really itchy i'm not i don't understand what that's like a medicine check absolutely you can do a medicine check 13 okay or what are you trying to to determine from your medicine check? um i want to make sure there's not anything because he said it was itchy i want to make sure there's nothing on like any poisons or anything okay because i don't want to remove the arrow but if it's poisoned i well Medically, you don't want to remove the arrow. You can you break the shaft. You can at least break the shaft off. Yeah. Okay. With so a I'm going to break the shaft, yeah. but I want to make sure if the tip is poisoned or something, I want to... You break the shaft off. You inspect the entry wound of the arrow point. 
You don't want to remove it. I also want to make yet. sure there isn't any. Can I check and see if there's any location spells or something on it, like tracking? You can't get any kind of arcane sense from that arrow. You definitely, with a 13, can tell that it doesn't seem like it's doing any kind of poison or weird effect on the skin from the, the way the wound looks right now. I think that's all you would get from a 13. Well, I'm going to break the shaft so at least. Remove some of the weight. During that medicine check, sorry, could I check and see if it's safe to remove the arrowhead? With a 13, you think that it would be okay. It would probably hurt him hurt him some, but you also have healing magic. Okay, I am going to try to remove the arrowhead and then cast Cure Wounds. I will not make you roll. Just go, you can do that. It starts to gush some blood and it hurts really bad, but this... Guy's body, it seems pretty resilient. Um, (laughs) And as you take the arrow out, it seems almost like his skin is more, not thick, but just sturdier than a normal person's skin would be like. But yeah, you get it out. You can do cure wounds on him, heal that up and continue your way down the corridor until, unless there's anything you want to do while you walk. Well, as we're walking, I'm going to talk to Helrana and say, I know this is weird. I know even though we just spent several hours together, we don't actually know each other. I'm going to sort of throw myself on the kindness of strangers. I don't know who I am. And yeah, that's what that made it very hard to get to know each other. I know. If, know you, <laughs> yeah. if you have a spare room for a couple of days, maybe my memories will come back or you can direct me somewhere I can stay for a couple of days. I just, I, I don't know. I'm going to sort of throw myself at your mercy. Sure, come with me. We've got plenty of room. Thank Excellent. you, Horana. So for the sake of time, you guys make your way back to Greg's estate through the tunnels. You can bring him into the house. Maybe put him in a guest room. You guys have not slept for a while. I am putting him in the dungeon because I do not trust okay. him. Putting him in the I'll dungeon like, this is, is totally a great fine. room, and I'm going to put him in a <laughs> Okay. Before you can do that, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, uh, Joran. 16. Not enough. So you all of a sudden, as you feel like you are not in imminent danger, you feel the need to try something comes over you and you try to charm Hilvrana. so make a wisdom saving throw for me Hilvrana. 20 you feel him try to charm you and you don't know why and as soon as it fails you shake and you're you don't know why you just did that i don't know why i just did that calm down lover boy okay <laughs> sorry i'm i'm sorry uh-huh. That's why I'm putting you in the dungeon. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> so you lock him in the dungeon. Are you going to, you are down there now resting. What are you going to do, Hilrana? Are you gonna I'm going to take see if Chadley's back or if anyone else is home. Okay. I'm going to say they're not home right now. Okay. Is Chadley back yet? Chadley is not back. Is there any evidence that he's been back? Not that you can tell. I mean, you could make an investigation check for me. I shouldn't just assume that you would not be able to tell. Ten. Ten, yeah. You don't have any signs of Chadley one way or another being in, in your room. Well, I'm a little worried that maybe something's happened to them. I mean, I don't know that there is, but since I just got kidnapped. I would say with the investigation of 10, you can see signs that people did come back and there are people that work in your house and they will, if you ask them, they will say- Oh, are they still here? That, that yeah, those people are there, that they will tell you that, yes, the gnome, the withered gnome, which I can't remember what his name was, will say, 
Oh, yes, they came home. They were quite concerned about you. They went off to look for you this morning. Are you, has are you quite Chadley all right? Been back yet? Have you seen him at all? I have not seen Master Chadley. Oh, that's worrisome. I'm he was either sorry. very angry or hopefully nothing's happened to him. Perhaps he went on one of his gambling binges. Uh, true. He'll come back. I don't, don't think worry. he has his wallet with him. Though. Well, well, shit. Okay, well, just so <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, a guest in the dungeon. Oh, excellent. Just FYI. Should I get them anything? Oh, yes. Just get them whatever they want, except for a way out of the dungeon. <laughs> Let me make that clear. Absolutely not. If I just remember that one time. Of course, that one time that shan't happen again. Yes. We're Do not you going... need anything? You look very tired and injured. Um, you know, I am going to take a rest. <laughs> so I am tired and injured. It. Well, I shall tell your friends when they return that you are safe. Thank goodness. They were quite worried. Excellent. So you can go off and take a a snooze. Do I have time for a short rest or a long rest? You can take rest? a long rest. Okay. What about my friend? Is he taking a long rest in the dungeon? Meanwhile, in the Ooh. dungeon, dun, dun, dun. you feel once again that external influence trying to creep into your mind. Your nostrils fill with like a, a musty, earthy, almost sickeningly sweet scent. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. This time with a disadvantage because you failed last time. Okay, so I got a two on the thing. <laughs> okay, so your mind is not your own now. And so I will narrate what now happens right. with Joran. Joran. So glad if I we had a dungeon. fly on the wall, Joran would do some kind of gesture and they are gone from the physical plane that you are currently in. They're moving through a weird, wispy, white semi-transparent version of the world passing through the walls of the dungeon going up through the stairs not walking completely past your good friend and up the stairs phasing through the walls into Hilrana's bedroom where she is currently sleeping and he will then once again try to charm Hilrana and make a wisdom saving throw <laughs> 21 so you don't get charmed. If you could see him, he's not physically in the space with you, but then he does manifest in the space and he leans down and he kisses you. And in your dream, you feel again, if you remember that one vision that you had after you had the mark put on you where there was a woman who was reaching out and strangling you, you feel that again in your sleep. It grabs onto you. You feel yourself not able to breathe anymore and you startle awake. There is nothing there, but you're just covered in cold sweat. You smell that musty, sweet, gross smell and you feel like somebody was there. I'm going to go check on my friend in the dungeon. So you head back down to the dungeon. You open it up and he is not there. 